That is sweet. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll do the sweet nothings in their ear a little more often. <laughs> and I've, I mean, you always need something to kind of kick it up a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. Um, I have the same move I do over and over. I feel like my VIPs, like I, I'm in a point in dancing because I'm towards the end where I need to revamp kind of how to do it. I'm, I'm trying to relearn right now. I'm feeling the same way. Like mm-hmm. I don't just kind of like a refresher course, Yeah, you know, for dancers who have been around. Like I've been around, I've been doing it for 11, 11 years. You've been doing it for 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is, like, there, there comes a point where you can start to feel like it's stale or something and you need to like freshen it back up. I know I've been kind of meaning to go onto like, um, there's like a stripper resource page okay, or something. Oh yes. I, um, yes. I know what you're talking about. I just want to like hear, um, hustle tactics from other dancers and get cool ideas. Cause I did that like five, six years ago. And Mm -hmm. I think that like, it's time to like, you know, and that's why I like having these conversations too. So we can talk about like stuff that we do. Yeah. Uh, I that's why I like talking to girls. Talk to her a lot yes. because she is, she 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 sets the stage. I definitely think when it comes to getting VIPs. Yeah, and um, that girl is never on stage. No, never on stage. Doesn't do any poll. Makes the most money. Yeah. The thing she said the other night that actually made me so happy to hear. She was talking about when you're going up to a guy and they're like, "You're not going to play your games on me." I know exactly what you're doing. And she's like, oh, no, you're so right. Your smart mind is, I can never overcome your big mind or whatever. Oh and she God. still gets in there and does it. Oh my Even the God. ones who are on, like, high alert. So how do you So how do you sell a VIP? Um, usually sell VIPs. I can tell after the first lap dance if it's going to go to a VIP. Mm-hmm. And I either ask for a second dance or a VIP and... Usually by the second dance, I ask. So how do you how do you ask how do you get your VIP? I whisper sweet nothings in their ear. Do you want to spend more money? Uh, do you really? <laughs> so you just kind of go like, hey, would you like to go to VIP with me? It's more intimate, or is there like a certain way that um, you do it? Yeah, I'm just like, let's go get some more privacy. Really? Let's that's, go get private. That's easy for mm-hmm. you. Wow, that's amazing. I feel like I'm using way too many words, like uh, for mine. I I kind of push VIP. Um, I kind of do like, yeah, in the second or third song, mm-hmm. kind of rub it on like, wow, like ugh, we would have so much fun in VIP. And then yeah. I just leave it there. And then I just see if they pick it up. And they usually do. They'll be like, yeah. what's, what's, uh, what's VIP? How much is that? What, <laughs> what happens in VIP? First of all, stop asking us what happens in VIP. We don't want to tell you. <laughs> what, what I always say is, I don't know what you do last time you were back there. Oh, that's really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really... I have a hard time with guys who want very specific answers to like what's going to happen in VIP because I feel like this is a road to like letting you down, even though I know it's going to be amazing, you know, but like you're, you know, cause they're, they're searching. Yeah. They're trying to see like, I mean, am I, do I get to kiss you? Do I get to at least like, do I get to pull my dick out? Are you going to suck on it? Like what are we doing? What exactly are we doing back there? I say really dumb stuff. Um, opportunity is I always say like, well, don't you want an opportunity or oh, wow. do you want privacy or, and I never talk about sex and when they're straight up about sex and if I end up getting the VIP and I can talk my way around it, mm-hmm. when we get back there, it's always just like, well, now it's going to cost more money. You want to be straight up? Now I got to pay my manager. Now I got to pay my DJ. I got to pay all these people. So if you have fast cash, you have a better opportunity, which is, I have been in v- VIP and it's been very disappointing. I've gone back there to argue with people. <laughs> Dang! Oh my god! So wow! And then, um, yeah, it, was it might not make me sound very good. 
No, it, no. It's just what it is. No, I mean, it is, it's a hard job and it's not mm-hmm. always easy. And we do get, we get faced with a lot of guys who would like there to be a lot more going on, Yeah, you know, but it's still amazing. I think it's a great product. Um, I mean, if it weren't, we wouldn't have regulars that consistently get VIPs with us. They enjoy the intimacy back there, but there is just a certain point where we can't go much further, you know, and then when we take guys back there, yeah, sometimes we end up in arguments. I had to like volleyball roll off of a guy. <laughs> really? Yeah, because he just had like, you know, I was r- dancing on him and then he pulled it out without me knowing. So quick. And I looked down and go, ah, and it was huge. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I like had to volleyball roll myself <laughs> off. I didn't want to, I didn't, I don't know who you are. I can't, it's right there. If my manager happens to be walking by when that happens, you would have gotten fired. I'm fucking fired. Yeah, so of course I react very quickly. Like, so I right off and then scoop up my heels and my back and I just like run out. Um, so usually my VIPs don't have arguing. They're usually just me leaving in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, I mean, and I don't, I don't try to mislead them, you know, in any way. <laughs> but sometimes that happens. Well, and you don't have to try to mislead somebody who's searching for something because all the answers they're getting are in efforts to find what they're looking for. So, like, even if you tell a guy, like, it's lap dances or whatever, they think it's so much more sometimes. Um, And it's, again, with the personality. Some people come off more genuine, and they can believe that you're going to give them something. I don't know. I've never – the customers, VIPs, lap dances, whenever I get back to VIP, I swear people think more is happening. Yeah. 80% of the time. Well, and I think the, um, more does happen in some VIPs mm-hmm. in some clubs. And so that's probably where it, it does get really confusing. Cause like the guy that I had taken back there, he was like, I just want to know if it's like Atlanta or something. Mm. And I was like, I honestly couldn't tell you, um, you know, but also if you're going to ask me pointed questions, there's a certain point where they go like, so are we going to have sex? And I'm just like, no, you we're can't not. dance around that. No, because like the undercover cop thing is a real thing. And if you ever do say to a guy, yeah, we'll have sex back there. First of all, it doesn't feel good to lie anyway. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. But the second part is like just that sentence alone, even if you didn't plan on doing it, means that you, you, you can get it's arrested. Soliciting. Yeah, you can get arrested. So we have to take it pretty seriously. So like when they ask pointed questions, like we're trying to like beat around the bush or something, you know, like. I don't, I cannot say those words, sir. (laughs) And I don't want to do it because I know for a fact it's a lie anyway. And I don't want to, I don't want them to leave the VIP upset because I'm looking for long-term customers. I want them to come back. Like I have one that comes in and does a VIP with me at least once a week. Uh And he does lap dances too, but like he obviously loves our VIPs more. And for a reason, they're really good because, you know, we can be more intimate or like it's more quiet. Yeah. It's more private. So, I mean, they they're not like a scam. It just depends, I guess, on how you handle it. It depends on what you're looking for. I don't think they're a scam either. Yeah. Um, because I've walked out of VIPs having a great time. Yeah, me too. And so I'm just like, wow, that was actually really enjoyable. I had to smoke a cigarette afterward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some great VIPs. Um, yeah. But it just matters, I guess, what a person's looking for. Ooh, could we say this? Could we say, well, honey, we don't have to have sex to have fun. Does that work? Yeah, that does work. Okay. I'm always trying. I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about it. That that mm-hmm. does completely knock it out. Sometimes I go after guys who, like, they want the opportunity. And I'm always telling them, well, like, you have private. What do you do with your privacy? Mm. I don't know. Let's go back and get private. I And that is literally the only thing I've ever I like I've the way used. you talk. <laughs> I love the way you talk because it's, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of cryptic. 
Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like sexy, cryptic though. They're like, because the things that you say, you could take them like 10 different ways. Uh, I try not to talk like that too. I, I, I have so many conversations in my head at once. <clears throat> we may we may be aging and gracefully. Gracefully, very gracefully. But I think that, you know, we get to just have fun all the time. Like we get to go to work and laugh and like, you know, just experience um a carefree life as in within those walls within those walls it's a whole i feel like it's walking into the upside down world or it's it's a different universe because it's a very sexually charged and i talked to turbo about this girls being in stripper mode Mm -hmm. when it comes to him he was like girls come up they grab my dick they twerk on me girls get jealous of other girls they get territorial um all these things and i notice it with particular girls because i'm close with turbo me and him Mm -hmm. hang out and he just, he has so many girls. And you have to operate so differently. I feel so bad for him. Yeah. Because you have to navigate around all these different personalities. And yeah. when you get a bunch of girls in that tiny little DJ box and they all want his attention. They do. He's like, girls, can I just work? Oh, my God. I feel it so is, bad. Yeah, it is actually, that is definitely one of the things about being a DJ. And I need, I need to get one of our DJs in here. Mm-hmm. I, I want to have DJ David in here. Um, He'd be great. Turbo actually gave me an interview before I started my podcast because he kind of does like a really yeah. cool interview thing. Have you done that with him? No, not yet. We've talked about it. We just haven't done it. Yeah, it's fun. It's really, it's like 21 questions. Yeah. But for strippers. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, DJing can be fun, but there is, they have to be kind of a best friend and a little bit of a counselor and they hear all of our problems and they deal with us yeah and that's why I tip them (laughs) as well as I can I tip them good too I feel like they put up with a lot Mm -hmm. they do yeah I think Paige will have an easier time because she's a girl yeah and she was our waitress before so I'm just very I tip Paige like I tip a male DJ that I've had for a while yeah well I mean I I want her to stay I'm, I tip across the board, no favoritism. I oh, tip okay. 10% to everybody, 10% of whatever I make. Every now and then, um, I'll give a little extra, not a bunch. We're not talking like 30% or anything like yeah. that, but like throw an extra $10 on there or something. Yeah, if they did something special for yeah, you. Yeah, like mm-hmm. with particular ones. I've known DJ Dave for a long time, mm-hmm. so if I even make no money, I make sure he gets a tip. I do that. Mm-hmm. I did that yes last night. He tried. To, he tries to keep me from tipping him because you know I work day and then I'm only with him for like three or four hours. I usually don't make very much more, like a hundred bucks more or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I know you didn't really make any money. Don't tip me. And I literally threw my twenty dollar bill at him running out the door. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Piper, I'm gonna get you for that or something. <laughs> I don't know. He was yelling at me. But uh, I can't help it. Even if I work with him only for a few hours, I'm very, very loyal to Dave. And I do give him 20 bucks, even if I didn't, you know, make that Mm -hmm. during his time. And I don't know why. I think it's just um, he's just such a good person. And we've worked with him for so long. I did. I actually I did work with him at Cloud9, too. Mm -hmm. I felt like he was a different person then. He was. Oh, my gosh. I have not so great stories of Dave from then. Just I remember one time and Dave, I love him so much. I want to like say that before I tell the story. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. (laughs) But um, I had made some money. We were working at Cloud9 and I got off at midnight there instead of 2 Mm a.m. So I was going to leave and he chased me out of the club and was like, I know you made more money. Um, You owe me more money and Uh, was trying to get Tiny involved um, about giving him more money. Mm -hmm. And I had genuinely tipped him his portion of the 10% that I made. He was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he still is a big deal. And he's a big deal now simply because of his seniority. He's way more laid back now. He 
He's very oh, yeah. like professional and stuff. But there was actually one time on Cloud Nine where he was like, and you owe me more than that. And mm-hmm. I was like, that is all I made. Like, really, I promise. And I remember he would pop into the back room and be like, get your asses out there and work. <laughs> yeah, he was the king of counting money. Like, he, I swear yeah. to God, he must have kept a piece of paper where he was tallying lap dances or something. Didn't they tally lap dances at Cloud9 anyway? Or? Um, if they did, I wasn't paying attention to oh. it. But they had so many people mm-hmm. as security in there they that did. it would be so easy to tally I remember the dances. flashlight. Mm-hmm. We were, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, you're getting be, too too handsy. Yeah, yeah. There'd be um, there was like a security guy sitting in the corner of the lap dance area of Cloud Nine, and he would sh- sh- flashlight you if if things were getting out of hand. Yeah, and they didn't have VIPs. No, I love that club. That would it's like a little tin can. It was like fishing in a bucket. I don't know what happened with I mean, that it's, club. It, yeah, it's a double wide, a double wide trailer. Yeah, and and it made good money. They also had the drink the drink hustle. Mm-hmm. And so, did you like the drink hustle? At that club, I did. I did not enjoy the drink hustle at Lady Godiva's. How, what's the difference? I don't know if there is one. I don't know if maybe I'm the difference in that. Mm-hmm. Because um, at Cloud9, I was so young. Yeah. I was just doing whatever they were doing. Yeah. And right now, I feel like the drink hustle is um, a scam for me. No, it is. Like, what, we, we take, like, 60% or 50%? Yeah, like, they definitely take a lot out of it. And if I'm only making 40 bucks and I have to drink this whole drink to get away from it, um, mm-hmm. if it comes with a lap dance, that automatically takes the worth of the drink away. Yeah, yeah, a free lap dance with it. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't really add up to, like, the time spent. And um, a lot of the guys don't seem to like it. Mostly it's... I, I don't like it because I can tell that customers don't like it. Yeah. Like, they've been so turned off by it. And they're always glad to come into night trips and find out that there's no drink hustle. And that's so weird because when I worked at Cloud9, the drink hustle never got on anyone's nerves. They yeah. just knew that that's how it operated. And I made maybe a lot of money off it. Maybe it is, like, just a change in times. It might be a change in times. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I like, I, remember, I like how it's set up. So, you know, and the thing about the drink hustle, too, is, like, so you get a drink for 60 bucks or whatever, and we're going to make like 40 yeah. off of it. But then we're also, but they're marking it down and you're also expected to tip 10%. Um, Cause at the end of the night at cloud nine, I think it was like 10% of whatever you made and then split up between all. Mm-hmm. So like here at this club, we just tip our DJ over there. You had to tip the DJ waitresses, um, security, security. And so it was, it was a lot more. And so that 10% got spread thin between all of them. And that's, you know, then it yeah. would make us feel like we needed to tip more. And so when you look at it, then you're really only making half of that drink, the 30, because 10 bucks is gone, you know. And it also depends on the person, because sometimes they're just chilling. You can't just sip it and get a dance and go. I mean, it takes at least 30 minutes, which is a long time. And then you're making $30, Mm -hmm. and you gave a dance, which back then was worth 20. Mm -hmm. So you're sort of like, I should have been making 50 at least, but I only made 30. And it does feel, yeah. So it was always kind of weird for me, too. The politics inside strip clubs, especially when it comes to the money, um, changes from club to club everywhere you go it is so different i think working up north is very expensive every Mm -hmm. club i've worked up north they count dances they make you pay a portion out of each lap dance that you do like not every club how much are the lap dances up north right now um if they were well and i haven't worked up north in a long time but when Mm -hmm. i started um if lap dances cost 20 you would pay three dollars out of a regular dance and five dollars out of the 25 dollar dance Oh, wow. Like the $25 dances are like the ones upstairs or nude? Yeah, they were, well, they were all nude when I started. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. The first lap dance I ever gave somebody, oh my gosh, girl, I remember, okay, 
I started this club. I was so nervous, no makeup, didn't know what I was doing. I end up talking to this guy and he agrees to a lap dance. I was like, okay, this is great. Yeah. I'm like, where do I go? Where do I take him? So I end up taking him back and he sat in the chair like this. I stood in front of him and just, and like danced like, like, you know, like a snake charmer Yeah. for the whole three and a half minutes. Um, bless his heart. He sat like just hands in his lap and watched me the whole time. And afterwards, I remember the guy, he's he's like, here, go with this stripper. She's going to give you a lap dance, and that's what you need to do now. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so sweet. Yeah, yeah. When you first get into them, you have to, like, watch everyone, and mm-hmm. you have no idea what you're doing when you're brand new. It is yeah. so weird and jarring. Um, I think I, I don't think – I think I had to just watch other girls, and I had to just pick it up really quick. But one of the girls that started working with us recently mm-hmm. – and she, oh my God, she still talks about it to this day. She was like, you gave me my first lap dance and I loved it. Aww. Yeah, Gabe handed her to me and he was like, she has never worked a, like in a strip club before. Help her out. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, to be honest, you know, one of my best moments was a dance once, you know, cause she's like that smart. Like she's mm-hmm. really open-minded to like, you know, learning stuff. Yeah. How many girls do you think we employ right now? So when I tell people I thought it was over a thousand because mm-hmm. we have travelers and yeah. we get so many new a day. We do. Um, I could swear there's an, on like there's like three auditions a day. I could swear. Mm-hmm. And they always approve one. I think they mm-hmm. should go on a hiring freeze and just let us make money. I know. <laughs> just stop it already. Mm-hmm. There's so many of us. There are so many. Yeah. And I try to I I try to be the girl in the club who says hi to people, mm-hmm. even to the point where it's like hi hi hi, mm-hmm. because I think it makes a difference to have. Um, in the back state or in the back area to like have these girls to be like connected in some way to mm-hmm. chit chat with people and yeah. talk and like just to get away from streaming because it can be very disappointing if you're going on a streak of asking for dances and getting those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always it's good to take a break and go in the back and get some girl time. Mm-hmm. I do that pretty often. Yeah. Take a break. Get back there. You know, mess with my makeup. Have a conversation with you. Laugh. Smile a little bit. Get back out there. Because to so. be completely honest, how many no's? Do you experience before you are like, I need to get away from this? I have a low tolerance, mm-hmm. like three. Yeah, I was going to say three yeah. myself. I'm like, after three no's, I'm like, okay. That's a lot of talking. That's a lot of work. And that's a lot of broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of disappointment. A lot of disappointment. Aww. Yeah. I know. Like our lady boners just go down mm-hmm. after like three. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I remember working so hard back in my like more aggressive phase. Mm-hmm. Man, I would just be... Just like nine or ten, finally, then that one, but it was always worth it. I just don't have that kind of energy anymore. I'm just like way more chill. I'm like, oh, well, I guess it's just not my night tonight. Yeah, that's how it was last night. I stayed and I didn't end up really even finding that many people. I ended up reaching to outside of my normal Oh, really? audience, I suppose is how you would say it. So what happened? I didn't make any money. No. I, I ended up making rent, so that was cool because yeah. I, I like to pay for it as I go. Yeah, yeah. And it's what I mean, not every not every day's a winner. No, it's not. And you know, that's the thing too for girls. Like listen, it's okay if you had a shift and you didn't make any fucking money. Yeah. We all experience that. It has nothing to do with you. You're beautiful. You're perfect. It just wasn't your night. And that just means the next time you go in, you're going to make your money. Come back the next night. Because it, 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 yeah. it typically isn't the same over and over and over unless the club yeah. is in a low. Right. right. Yeah. And it can get really discouraging during low seasons. Mm-hmm. But it's not you. You know? Um, you are worth everything. I remember hearing some girls say, like, you know, 
because our self-confidence and our self-esteem really relies on how much money we make. Mm -hmm. One of the girls was like, if I don't make any money when I do a stage, I feel so terrible afterward. But I'm like, but, you know, maybe there wasn't anyone in there or just not your type. Yeah. You know, or whatever. So um, we're all we're all very worthy of our money. We work super hard for it. And it's okay to have a bad day and not make any money. I know. I think last week I had one. It was like Monday. I think I left with like 50 bucks or something. Yeah. And I even remember mm-hmm. I was having a really good week and you oh, were having yeah. a bad week. And I was mm-hmm. just like, man, I see us as equivalents. You know, yeah. you have a really good hustle, uh, a very good hustle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and that's totally normal. Um, I think all strippers, I feel like we're all equivalent. Mm-hmm. We really are. At the end of the day, like if you if you took everything that we made over a month I bet you a lot of us even out about the same. Yeah. Um, you know, because, like, you can have a bad day while I'm having a great day, and I could have a, a bad day when you have a great day. Because, like, yeah. that night, you were killing it I that night. I was killing it. Dude, you had, oh, like, three or, like, you had, like, three VIPs or something. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. Yeah. And I love that. And, th- and that's the thing, too, is, like, when you're in there and you see other girls making money, you have to realize that those girls deserve it. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, it's not that situation where – Oh, like, how come they're making money and I'm not, or whatever? You have, you need to be happy for that girl. I am always genuinely happy when yes. girls make money. I'm, Me too. I'm secure and confident in my income. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing bad nights, good nights happen, and mm-hmm. also knowing the yearly like yeah. trends of the club. Not the, the trends. What is it called? Like, like the ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understanding that also helps mm-hmm. me a lot. So when I see girls like. If they've been there since noon and I get there on night shift and as soon as I get there, they grab a VIP, mm-hmm. I'm so happy for them because they've already put their six to eight hours in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I always kind of feel like I'm happy as long as I know someone's making money. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my take on it. I'm like, well, I didn't do very good, but hey, I had some friends that had a great night. That's awesome. Because what's worse is all of us being broke. Ew. I just like, as long as some of us are doing good, I'm happy. Yeah, because if you don't, you need confidence in yourself, but you Mm -hmm. also need confidence in your club. You need to know that your club is going to be there to have the clientele to come in. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that's beautiful about night trips. It's been there forever. People just come to it. It is very dependable. It is. If you look at like, if you write down your income and watch it over two years, you'll see yeah, it is a very dependable There's a serious pattern. Mm -hmm. Oh, our next one is going to be... Tulsa State Fair. But Tulsa then State after Fair. that, that, yeah. that is the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. I mean, <laughs> Oktoberfest doesn't really affect us like Tulsa State Fair does. Mm-hmm. I think that everyone knows that it's, like, way too expensive. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when it comes to the club, we're not, like, that affected by Oktoberfest. Thank God. Because I think, how long is it? Like, six days or something? Oktoberfest is long. Is it, And then the Tulsa State Fair is, like, ten days long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that is definitely... So I'm a day shift girl, so I definitely feel it during the Tulsa. Cause that's I the, know you do. That's the time that people like to go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they get there after ten. And then I'm like, I'm going home. I've got a kiddo. I take her to school in the morning. I'm trying to get some sleep. Yeah. So I know, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm ramping up my efforts right now. I'm going to be a little bit smarter about my money this year um, because of the down season and how hard I had to work. Um, I'm going to try to catch up on rent and maybe mm-hmm. pay double rent. That way mm-hmm. I don't have rent during the summer. So that's my plan, too. Mm-hmm. My my plan is to um, save up like three months worth of rent for the summer so I can just chill mm-hmm. and not worry about anything. And then I want to save up some money and do some. I kind of want to renovate some parts of my house. I want to oh, work uh, on my house. Yeah, I want to just nest. Yeah, that'll like be an, so much fun. Like an old lady. 
I want to redo my bathroom and my kitchen and stuff. You're really good at doing stuff like that. I remember I came to help you to redo your house one time, and the first thing I did was paint the wrong wall. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. It was so much fun, though. It was fun. I think we did a good job. We did. Okay, we... I actually remember. We really shouldn't paint, I remember, Mm -hmm. because, like, we got some paint. And on the floor, too, we even put (laughs) something out. It was so bad. I wish that we had... We did. Maybe more prep time is what I needed because yeah. I was just into it. I just jumped in. Anyone want to see two strippers try to paint a room? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely for me because I'm one of those girls. I'm like, can I just, I would rather go to the club and work mm-hmm. and make money and pay someone to do me like too. manual stuff for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'd rather be working at the club than doing the hands-on stuff. Yeah. Well, and one beautiful thing that um, comes from working for a long time is you get clientele that you oh, know yes. for a long time who do things. Oh, yes. You had that one. He used to mow the lawn for you all the yeah, time. Yeah, Steve. He was in there last night. He mowed yes. my lawn for a year. I love Steve. I'm not believing his name. I don't think he cares. I love Steve. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give him a shout out. He's probably one of the coolest customers ever. He doesn't do lap dances or anything like that. But he, like, buys you drinks. Mm-hmm. He's great conversation. He always starts you off at a, at a good pace, you know. But he's really nice. Like, he will do stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very caring um, soul. And we do. Like we make Steve. really good relationships in the club with uh, some of them. Yeah. Um, stripping has been my whole life ever since I was a baby. And then also traveling with it. So I don't have, like, high school friends or anything. All of my relationships I've formed so far are out of night trips or cloud nine. Um, that's beautiful. I think it's beautiful too. Yeah. You can, I know that they're just customers, but I, when everyone says like, Oh, you can never take a stripper out or you can never do this with a stripper. My closest friends are customers. Mm-hmm. Some of them, both of my baby daddies. I met them at the strip club. Mm-hmm. Like it has been everything to me. It is compl- yeah. And that's why coming to the end is so abrupt, even though I have at least three or four years notice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel I'm like just it like, snuck up be- on us. Oh my god, it has snuck up, and I hate it. I'm not ready for it to end either. No, not me either. I just want to be a 25 year old stripper forever. If I could go back, like I'm having those age age questions coming mm-hmm. into my mind. Like if I could just go back to a few years ago, I would make things so much better. Yeah, I would make better, um, smarter financial decisions. It's all about finance, and that's the biggest thing for dancers is. Um, we get into it and we're making so much money mm-hmm. and we end up blowing a lot of it or just make, making not great financial decisions. Um, and then a lot of time, and you would hate that to look back and go, oh, I wasted all the money from dancing and I didn't really get anything from it. Girls, you make so much money. Put some of your money aside. I know that you've done really amazing things. Like you've had um, debt from different stuff mm-hmm. and you've like large amounts and you've paid it all off dancing. So you've, I, I feel like you're probably one of the best people to talk to about like, um, you've made really good financial decisions. I feel yeah. like you pay for college with it. Um, you better your life with your money. You know, it's not just all about dancing and partying and making money than spending it on your nails and your hair and your outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and some of us don't even do our nails and that's okay too. Uh, you don't have to, you don't have to spend $200 a month on nails if you didn't want to as a dancer. It's actually not necessary, you know? Yeah. Um, but the thing is too, you know, it's like when you are making that kind of money, you know, do your best to put some of it aside and better your life because it is true. You can't dance forever. Mm-mm. Uh, and no matter how much we'd like to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when I worked at cloud nine, I remember there being older dancers there and I never thought twice about it. They did good. They mm-hmm. made money. Um, and we have, old, well, 
at our clubs, we don't, I mean, even some of the girls that are older aren't even as old as some of the girls that I used to dance with. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to be like, do you... What is the oldest dancer you've ever danced with, you think? Um, Not knowing an age. Well, I worked with a mother and daughter. Oh, wow. And the mother was still there while the daughter was in her, like, 23. Yeah. I've heard of that. Actually, a mother and a daughter auditioned the other day. To, at ours? Yeah. Oh, wow. And they did not look like mother and daughter at all. I want to be that mother. Yeah, that mother looked young. It, yeah. was, it was pretty crazy. But I was like, also, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I couldn't imagine dancing with my kid. <clears throat> I cannot imagine dancing with my kid either. Um, I really hope my daughter doesn't go into dancing. Yeah. Because I've been there for so long. And I love dancing. It has saved me. Every time I've mm-hmm. quit and gone to waitressing jobs, mm-hmm. I've never done well. No. I'm- I mentally do well while I'm dancing. But also, it's... It's something I just wish my daughter would get out and, like, go straight to school. and Yeah, yeah, and not have to, like, have to do that, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it is hard. Like, we want to be supportive of women, and we want to say, like, there's nothing wrong with dancing, and dancing is fantastic. But we have daughters, and we don't necessarily want our daughters to have to do it. I think apart from me, um, if, if she decided to do it, I wouldn't be against it. But I, I would have a lot of warnings for her. A lot of warnings. And that is probably my biggest thing. It's not necessarily that I'm against my daughter dancing in the principle itself. It's more of my worries about, like, what it takes to be a dancer and the kinds of things you run into. It's very adult. You know, drugs, sex, um, complicated emotional relationships. Like, you know, it's not necessarily somewhere. You don't know how your kid is going to handle it. And that's probably the biggest reason why we wouldn't want to do it, right? You know, because you like, I don't know if my I wouldn't want my kid even to be put in those situations. I don't know how strong of a person she's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I'm hoping getting out of school, I'll make enough money that I can just simply give my daughter money. Um, I think the first year dancing is so rough because you learn so much about yourself and like you learn how it's a different world. Right. Like. When you go into dancing and you come out of just walking around on the streets and everything is so sexually charged, and I guess I'm having a hard time describing it, but it's an eye-opener. It, it jolts you awake to be like, um, I'll say, when I first started dancing, being on stage, a lot of people would try to grab my pussy yeah. on stage. And for me, that was a really hard thing to overcome. Mm-hmm. I felt so openly violated yeah. um, because, no, they're not going to kick them out. Yes, they might spend money on someone else instead. Um, and they might even people spend money out of spite, too, Ooh. just so that they're like, oh, you're not making this money. Mm. Um, and those things are really hard to swallow in the first mm-hmm. year. I know baby strippers now that are having hard times and don't think they want to come back because of running into the complications of how you make your money. Yeah, it is. It is a hard job and it's not for everybody. Um, but for those of us that it works for. It has been a lifesaver. Lifesaver. And it's been a huge opportunity. There is no other job where I can make five grand during the slow season and Mm -hmm. eight grand during the busy season a month. Yeah. You know, maybe bartending, I think, Mm -hmm. like high-end bartending. And actually, I plan on getting into some high-end bartending as a night job when I have a regular job. Dude, that would be so cool. Mm -hmm. I wonder. I can kind of see you over there at, um, what's that? What's that place? from that's pretty cool Oh, valkyrie valkyrie i can see you at valkyrie their drinks are definitely very like mixologist drinks like very poshy mine mine tasted like sage really yeah yeah it was pretty intense um 
my spot was definitely more like I went down to Kaz's or something. Yeah, Kaz's is yeah. my spot too. Or like the Max or yeah, or the pub, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty cool. I like hole in the wall bars. Yeah. Um people where if people are going to talk to you, you know it's gonna be like a drunken random conversation about <laughs> why is a pretty girl here alone or something. Yeah. Or oh they just God. leave you alone. I have a lot of uh, bars where people leave me alone. You know, when we're not dancing, we don't really want to get hit on. We are just like normal girls. We don't really want to get hit on outside the club. Well, I don't get hit on a lot outside of the club. Really? You might. Well, it might. I don't be, go out a lot. You are really pretty, so you. I think feel like maybe intimidating, or there's like an air about you, maybe. I don't know what it is, but I find it to be a difficult air about me. <laughs> a very difficult thing because I I try to look approachable. Or appealing. Because you want to date outside the club. I do. Yeah. Um, and you're looking... So you've been looking kind of... You want to have a boyfriend. I, um, I do want to have a boyfriend. In fact, this customer came in the other night. And I try not to let customer conversations actually get into my head. Because who are these guys anyways? Right. But yeah. he was just like, don't you want someone to share something with? Like, your mornings and your evenings. And I started thinking uh, about it. He really I, got in there, didn't he? I do want someone to share bills with. <laughs> That's that's a good point. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest thing I want to share. But I do want to date. I do. Yeah. I don't want to date right now. I'm very happily single at the moment. And I plan on keeping it that way. And a lot of guys do not understand that. Mm-hmm. They're really weird about it. They're like, I don't understand why you're not available. And I'm like, because I just became available. Yeah. Therefore, not available. And how do you, how do you say, like, apparently saying I'm single is, like, a huge sign that I'm throwing at guys. How do I say that I'm single but not looking to date? Because apparently that's not enough. Like, that doesn't get across the board at all. I don't know what you would say to him. I've tried. Because if you say you're single, then you are available to date. In their eyes. I know. In their eyes. Yes. Regardless of what you tell them. I need time. I need space. I don't really want to date. And I don't really want to date because, um, well, be, I'm, I'm emotionally not ready to date at all right now. But also, as a dancer... It's much easier when you don't have a boyfriend to like just even working in the club for some odd reason. I well, don't because I have customers phone numbers. I have random phone numbers that text me all the time. Yeah, that's probably and, the biggest thing. Yeah. And people don't understand it. Um, but I just want to know my clientele is going to be there. Right. Yeah. So we do we, we collect phone numbers and we mm-hmm. do talk to them on the phone sometimes and stuff like that. And has that always been a like kind of really hard to navigate when you date a normal guy? Um, or even a guy that you meet in the strip club because it's complicated. And I would say a complication from dating a guy you meet in the strip club is them being like, you're dating in the strip club. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then it's even more suspicious because you have these, these contacts coming in and you have these people talking to you and the guy in the strip club thinks it's just their opportunity to sweep you away or something. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, being with a boyfriend or whatever, has it been really hard for you to have contacts in your phone? Do they ever get like really jealous or anything? I have noticed when I've been a dancer, I haven't been a tw- like the 24 hour dancer available when I've had boyfriends. Oh, okay. Um, and a lot of times when I have a boyfriend, they have problems with the club. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. And so it's hard to actually have those carefree days where I'm just going to go into work today because it's almost an argument before you go to work. Yeah. While you're there, there's contacts about why you're even there. Yeah, yeah. So it's really hard to dance and date. It rubs. That's why I've been single for so long because my job, I I love my job. I'm not going to, like, give it up. I'm not going to 
skip nights or anything. So as dancers, we're kind of like the girls from Coyote Ugly, like um, look available but never be available. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much us. And I feel that too, being single is just like, it is easier Mm -hmm. to do my job being single. And I, you know, yeah, I can go on a date with a customer if I feel like it. And like, they kind of deserve it if they're, they've been getting VIPs with me every week for like months on end, you know, I go out, I go out, yeah, just to dinner or something, Mm -hmm. you know, and it is nice, you know, to be treated and whatnot. And you don't really have that availability to have like really good customer relations and make even more money. When you have a boyfriend at home. Yeah. Because you're definitely never going on dates. Well, I mean, some some of the girls have boyfriends that let them go on dates. Yeah. They're pretty open. So I've never experienced that in my life. Yeah. I always get jealous, jealous boyfriends, which I, I'm not against. I like it when a guy's a little jealous. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those like things where it has to teeter on the line because if they're not jealous, you kind of start wondering. Yeah. No, really. You need you yeah. need them to teeter in order. It, it's But it has it's to so be a healthy line where they're in support of your job, but they mm-hmm. go, oh. like, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, make it, you know, and uh, if, I mean, what would be, what would be your answer to a guy if you start dating a guy and he just says, well, I really don't want you to work in the club? Um, I've had I've had multiple experiences with that, and I have quit before, and it put my life in turmoil because it wasn't the correct man. Um, if a man asks you to mm-hmm. quit your job, then he's not the correct man. Yeah, and I've experienced that as well. My being down- gone for two years, being a housewife was not fun. I did not enjoy it. I was very unhappy. I went into debt. I wasn't prepared for mm-hmm. the breakup when it happened, so I was like hit by a train by the time the breakup came because I had to get back on my feet. Yeah. Um, I would say never quit your job for a man. He's definitely not worth quitting for if he asks you to quit. Even if it's stripping. Never. You know, and if he really, really wants you out of stripping that bad, he has financially has to find the way to make it work where you still have your independence by having a different job. But that means he has to take over a lot of bills. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the crux when it comes to like being a dancer or trying to date a dancer because a lot of guys want to date dancers but I don't think they really understand. Like, we're not going to quit our job for them, not unless <clears throat> magically they can pay all of our bills every month. And we don't necessarily want that. Yeah, that's not what I'm asking for either. Yeah. Um, I, I have been on so many first and or second dates, like in that time frame of just meeting somebody where the job has been an issue. Really? Like yeah, almost immediately? Like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And all they have to say is your job is tough, but I like you. Red flag. I'll never talk to you again. Yeah, because it's. It's like a slow. That's if if you don't even know me, or if we're just like associated on a very um, surface level, then yeah, it's very alarming for you to even care about what I do to make money. Really, in my opinion, mm-hmm. yeah. To yeah, I know I'm a stripper, and I know that there's all these social ties to why people care. Mm-hmm. But we live in 2023. Yeah, we live in a time where like your mom has an OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, you should be okay with me dancing Mm -hmm. and having customers' contacts in my phone. Stop looking in my phone. (laughs) I stopped looking in my phone. Yeah. 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 I love some of the girls in the club. They really handle it with their boyfriends. They'll, like, you know, because they'll tell me or whatever. They'll be like, oh, like, he got into my phone and had an issue with me contacting one of my customers. And I laid him out. And it's kind of what you have to do. Like, it's unfortunate, you know, Mm -hmm. that you have to get into those arguments. But it is when a girl has to be like, listen, this is my job. And you got with me. You even went so far as to marry me. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, this is a part of my job, you know. So, 
And that is why I'm not going to be dating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just I'm wanna, so tired of those conversations. I just want the connection with somebody to cuddle yes. with and to come over and spend the night. But I do not want, I don't want the responsibility of taking off class and taking off work to hang out with somebody mm-hmm. to maintain a relationship. So are we both looking for an emotionally distant rich man? I guess that would be how you describe mine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So your ideal man right now is emotionally distant rich man. Yeah. Just like me. That's what I've been saying <laughs> for like the last three days. I'm like, I'm just looking for an emotionally distant rich man. Mm-hmm. I just want someone that I can like hang out with a little bit, but then go back to my life. Cause I have my daughter. I'm not interested in having her meet anybody um, that I'm dating. I don't think that's healthy when it comes to like guys wanting to date us too. Like there's also a weird disconnect because a lot of us strippers are also moms and mm-hmm. like they, so that that is another part of it that we have to take into consideration too. It's like, I don't know why guys think that we're just going to randomly bring them around our children like immediately. Mm-mm. Have you ever gotten yes. this? It's, <laughs> I'm like, fuck no. I, I don't, I'd have to know you for like six months or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And guys, just, I don't really get that. You know, like our children are, so, we're dancers for a reason. Our children are so important to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, I mean, we wouldn't be doing this, I think, you know, if it weren't for them sometimes. Yeah. Because we're trying to provide for them a beautiful life that like we're here because we had to support ourselves. We're trying to do that for our kids. So I'm not trying to like just date you know, random guys and bring them around my kid or anything. Absolutely. And for me, um, like when I was working, my oldest is 12 now. And when she was young, like, well, just from her being, when I got out of prison, she was about one years old. Um, All the way up until she was eight, I did custody battles. And so it was very important for me to have the job because I had to afford lawyers. Right. Oh, my God. That's true. Mm -hmm. And it really this job has really been a blessing for you. Um, And in so many ways, I can see why you're always very upbeat about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I it's funny. I I say I don't want my daughter to do it, but I would tell almost any girl. Why are you working this regular job when you could be when you could be? Mm. So I'm well, you have to go. I guess we'll have to end this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. Thanks so much for coming and hanging out. Well, guys, that was the Pied Piper podcast. And Um, I hope you guys had a great listen. Like and subscribe and um, join us next time. Bye. Bye.